Now, on the flipping side, what we talked about earlier, you got to do good renovations. Any renovation that you do, make sure you're doing quality, quality rehab, putting good products in there, putting a good product out on the market. You know, you might have to go back to staging homes, taking really good professional pictures. There's no more of this hoteling stuff. You know, we're seeing less and less of that. Like, you're going to have to take down a house and actually do a good renovation and not cut corners. I wanted to cover real quick that case study, <laughs> pretty much, of that investor that reached out to us wanting to sell a package deal of those three houses. Oh. And what what was the combined value of all three houses that they were trying to sell? Was it like six and change? Yeah. Because they were oh, all so in the 200s, so right? Like the, F, the, the ARV, like retail fixed up What, what, what they were listed for, because they were all listed. Weren't they all listed uh, for like 200 and change? Yeah, I want to say it was it was around that or something like that. So, um, yeah, so it was like high fives, low sixes, something like that. When you looked at it, but it was, it was listed like they were under market value, but not by much. Yeah, and two of the three had massive foundation problems. Yep, tens of thousands of dollars, including plumbing that would be in there, and they and they were only listed like twenty grand below what the retail value was when they're fixed up. And when we went, they were looked, rehabbed. They were, they were not rehab. Okay. No, no they, they, were, they, they were rehabbed. They weren't properly rehabbed, but they yeah. were rehabbed. And it's one of those things, like I even mentioned it to him. I was like, God, I wish they, when I see things like this, I wish they just wouldn't even have tried to rehab it because now they want to get a return on their investment and I can't give them return on investment because I got to redo everything that they just did. It, it was that bad. Yeah. And went and looked at all three houses and I told him like, dude, we're going to be low. We're going to be low. We're going to be low. And I shot him an offer price. He's like, oh, is that just for those two houses? Like. <laughs> No, that's all three, bud. Like every one of these houses needs to be completely redone. Like it was so shitty of the work that was done. And uh Yeah, you're somebody, talking about four inch foundation drops, five inch foundation drops. Um, two we gotta three, we gotta and, do all the flooring that's gonna create massive cracks and everything in the walls. The sheetrock patches and stuff they did were Well when they scraped the popcorn ceiling, they didn't even take it all over the edge. So like yeah. the entire perimeter of the house still had popcorn that was just painted over. Yeah. So it's like, dude, these like I got to put out a good product now. Like the market is not what it was six months ago. Yeah. And like Alicia just told me, she's like, oh, they did a price drop of five grand. I was like, Ooh, they better boy. keep dropping. And like where two of the houses were, were not nice areas. No, no, they weren't. At all. And I was just like, dude, I'll give you an offer. But like, I don't want to, I'll give you the offer. Like, I don't want to take this on, but I'll take it on at that price. Yeah. Because it goes like, oh, he's ready to offload them. He'll let them go in a package deal. I was like, they're trash houses, yeah. completely trash houses. Yeah, even the cabinets they chose, we had to, you know, all, all the cabinets needed to be redone. The vanities, I mean, they, they must have had like a blind guy with a hacksaw cutting the back of the vanity to fit the plumbing. That that thing looked like it, it, like somebody grabbed it with their teeth. It was like ripping out the back panel of the vanity to fit the plumbing in. Usually you cut nice, clean squares. This thing was splintered, broken, brand new vanities. It's like, you can't even fix this. You got to throw this vanity out, put new vanities in. The tile, oh. the, the grout job, everything was just... And it was the type of person that insane. Larry Roberts puts in. I suspect those rehabbers will be dropping out of the market soon, and I oh, agree. Yeah. And it's like, when you look at the deed records, they were bought in like 2020, 2021, and tried to rent them out for a year, get the cheapest of the cheap, cheap, cheap contractor to do the work and to make their profit margins bigger, and now they're trying to sell on the open on the open market... And it's like, sorry, bud, the open market's and, not paying for and that's crap the like issue. that anymore. You're trying to sell retail, but a retail buyer, you're going to get what? FHA, VA, 
that shit is not going to qualify for financing. The two houses, like they were like, and like that is going to be an FHA area, but like you got to have it still look nice. And they both needed foundation issues. Both had plumbing problems. It's like the values were, they were, and that's also something we've started doing is like, we used to run comps on a six month back date. Yeah. I was going to get to that. Yep. And like, we're like, no, there was such a massive market shift in April and May that we're only running three mo- uh three month yeah. comps now because if you try to go back six months, it, it's like yes prices were high but now there's ones that are lower and everyone jumps to the, has a tendency when they don't understand market and they just try to do things quick and not understand how this business works they just go oh run my comp six months back highest price homes I want to do those look at the sales price of those when did that house contract and, and sell and six months ago that was february yeah so this thing sold in february what market were we in in february even february march april they were may you were still getting ultra high prices because there was still massive amount of competition you can get low low amounts mm-hmm. but now you have the problem where interest rates spike through the roof and inventory went lower because when you look at appraisals when you actually study and not just look at the money how does it determine how's an appraisal determined they look at the most recent house in the closest proximity so now when you got four houses that have sold in June and July, they're not going to use the houses that sold in February, March, and April. No. They're going to take that lower price. So I did that in my analysis and prices dropped. And that's what we based it off of. He's like, he never even responded when I told him it's for all three houses. But it's just like, you got to look at it that way. And if you're just a fly-by-night, quick investor, looking after the money, a realtor or, or investor, no. That's where you're going to get hurt, and, and that, I hope and, you do. And that's definitely, I, I think this investor's for sure, uh, definitely a new investor, and he decided to jump on three big-ass projects all at once because the market was hot. It's like, guys, that that's the problem with speculating. When you speculate, the market is going to smack you down. And we were, we were even doing the three months of uh, looking at comps even back last year, but we were using it in reverse because we were seeing that in – how prices kept going up. So when we were getting ready to price a home to sell, to buy, we are always conservative. We always go for the conservative number. To sell, we don't mind pushing because we know that if anything goes wrong, we have our conservative number that it still makes sense. But we were looking at what what's the most active properties? What are we seeing? Are the prices going up? Are people selling for higher? Now, we're using that same strategy, but to see in the complete reverse where houses are dropping, houses are selling for less. So we're looking at like the most recent solds, the most recent actives, because those or are going to be pending our, sales. Yeah. It's like, I'm calling like, hey, are you guys over asking price? Yes, we're over asking price. How much? Well, I, they won't tell you. It's like, yeah, but like, can you give me like a range? Are you just like five, 10, yeah. 20, like knowing where that house is going to close? So like we were having to call and do research above because yeah, we go to the highest price sold, use the most recent, and then you have pending ones in there. It's like, I want to see what their offers were accepted at because it's pending, which means they're through option. They put real money into this house now. Yep. It's like the likelihood of that closing. But now you got to go backwards the other direction. And people that have come into this market, it's pulled into this market the last several years, they don't know how to do that. No. Or if they were just wholesaling, they don't care. They don't understand that stuff. Yeah, so, so it's definitely as a flipper, as a rehabber, you got to pay attention to those numbers. You got to run your numbers, look at the comps, look at the comps definitely in the last three months, in the last two months, in the last month. Look at those numbers because that's what is going to ma- matter when you put your property on the market. If something for whatever reason changes and prices are higher, then great, you made more money. But if they keep dropping, 
you're going to be stuck in a really bad position. 